My experience as an Asian American, I, I thought like you know, it's important to know your history. You know, it's, it's important to know where we came from, from the railroads to the Chinese Exclusion Act, up to now, where systematic racism has always been part of the American history. Mm-hmm. And watching all these you know movies and celebrities, you know, pro- propping up a lot of Asian American talent. I thought, I honestly thought it was going to change a lot of things, you know, because Asian Americans are now in mainstream media. Now they have the platform to talk about issues. Now, has that come to light during this whole COVID thing? Yeah, I think it has because you see a lot of Asian American celebrities coming out and talking, you know, talking about it, putting it, putting some light to it and talking against, I mean, against racism, right? So I think it's been a good thing, but has it, changed anything no because racism has always been here and with this whole covid thing it's just exacerbated everything so i don't know i think um i think there's a lot more work to be done i mean in my perspective to be honest with you guys look i i think it comes from a cultural difference um i always try to put myself on the other person's shoes you know even in my line of work you know whenever you're negotiating a deal or talking to someone where your goal and vision is to work together. I've always realized that it's best to understand your opponent and where they're coming from first before you can formulate a plan to join together, right? And from my understanding, because so many generations or different types of people from China come in to America, you know, they don't know how to adapt to us because they think that they can adapt to us in one certain way and some other group or culture comes in. I'll give you a prime example. So this is something that the Chinese community frowns upon. However, it happens because I understand why it happens. For Cantonese people that have been here for a long time, we've been here long enough where we adapted to the American culture and we're more palatable to the American culture now. Whereas a new uh, mainlander comes in because we, we have a term for people that are outside of uh, Guangzhou or Hong Kong or Taiwan. We call them mainlanders, right? Mm-hmm. And their culture is different. Their taste in food is different. And you know what? Some people, I'm not going to say a mainlander or somebody from China, comes in in flushing and thinks it's okay to urinate or defecate on the side of a sidewalk. It's accepted in parts of china but it's not accepted here so what are you talking about i i uh, <laughs> I, I pee all the time in the street after right. a few drinks drunken moments <laughs> drunken moments after the building, building <laughs> inside a phone and booth it, and it's not exclusive to <laughs> just that, asians i see just about everybody putting doing. that aside right but people do see that and even people from our community the chinese community that has been here for a long time don't accept that and it's not okay and it's not cool or the rise in the older uh, person that's coming through your trash to pick up the cans. That never used to happen, Mm. right? So there's different cultures, and that's possibly rubbing them the wrong way as well because the person that just came here doesn't know what the society's like, so they haven't had the time to acclimate. And the person that's already adjusted to that early Chinese person coming in... They're more Americanized. 
Well, they see versus, it as they, versus a they mainland. see it as oh wait, I thought we figured you guys out and we learned how to get together already. Mm-hmm. Why am I? Why am I? Uh, going through this where I have to learn about a whole new culture now, mm-hmm. right? So I'm just trying to understand their side just so I can figure out a way to unite us, right? Because saying, oh, you're this side, I'm this side, we shouldn't have yeah. to. You're right, we shouldn't have to. Right. However, you also have to understand, we all came from a country that's outside of America and we came here. Now, is there is there right. like a... Asian politician or Asian American politician, someone, I guess, with clout that we should know about. I don't think we should. But rule is, is I don't there, think we should rule it to is a there Chinese an Asian or an Asian thing. We don't have. We don't have our I think, own version. I think, I think what we fighting need, for us. I, I think what we need to do is kind of look at all the other examples of other races. But they're not going to fight for. They're not going to fight for Asian rights. That's correct. Unless we learn how to fight for our own rights first. So, I'll, I'll put it a perfect example. Mm-hmm. Black Lives Matter. Yes. Black people started speaking up and fighting for their rights, mm-hmm. for equal rights, mm-hmm. because they started seeing incredible injustices against them. Mm-hmm. And I'm saying that if they never fought for themselves, yes. would the movement be as strong? Correct. I would argue that it would not. So I agree. It's because they spoke out, they 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 fought, they, they put their lives on the line just for equal rights for the current generation next generation and i've never seen more white people asian people spanish people people from all walk of life governors politicians uh corporations everyone is jumping on yup racism is not cool they're speaking out against it they they're making no, t- statements out on it I totally so what i'm saying is for asians i agree general, with you we need to be the first to speak up about it and let it let people know that it's important to us so that they can jump on it too, so they can help support us. But we can't expect like someone else to fight our battles if we're not willing to fight for our own battles first. We're we're on the same page. That's my point. We're on the same page. The point I'm trying to get to is we have to take examples from other cultures that have successfully assimilated into the American culture. And the first thing that start it all starts off with is everybody comes together and works with each other to show our force and say, all right, we're Chinese Americans, we're here, and this is what Asian we Americans. Are. But I'm, what I'm saying, who are, are our Asian Americans thought leaders? Who are our see, the problem, their segments? Who are see, the our problem voices? here is who's our, the yeah, problem who's gonna, here is who's we're, be we're that? labeling it as Asian Americans, meaning we're bunching it all together, which in my mind seems racist as hell in itself. Why? Because you have some clear differences in cultures that you're just rolling all into one, like Japan, Korea, China, Taiwan, and even Hong but, Kong. But we're facing all the same That's discrimination. Correct. That's correct. That's it. It's not racist to call other Asian Americans Asian Americans because mm-hmm. that's what we are. My question so, is: If you have different cultures within the Asian community that clearly don't really see things eye to eye. How can you get everybody to come together? We no, all I, want the same yeah, things. I think that's that's we, the issue. That's yeah. one of the main issues is we, that we're so fragmented. Everything that's happening to us, it doesn't matter if you're Chinese, sure. Filipino, sure. Korean. Everything that's based on this COVID uh, racism that's happening right. based on from COVID. Right. 
is towards Asians. Doesn't matter because we just look different. Right. It doesn't matter if you're Vietnamese you're or getting attacked. Right. You're Filipino. However, it doesn't matter. Korean. Because we come from different cultures, it's hard for us to see eye to eye. Yeah, I, but I, I think that's well, the, but, but that's, that's what the I'm issue. saying. There, there has to be some unity. Mm-hmm. And who is that voice? Who is the that only, voice? The only thing that I, I say that's that we point. can start with. Hold on a because second. we all just want the, equal rights. The only reason why I, I say that I can only speak about Chinese people to start with is because I can identify with Chinese people. These are my people, and I understand where they're coming from. So we can come from a united. Well, can front. you can you identify with Korean people that want equal rights? They want, you know, where they want the same opportunities. We can you at least agree right. with me that we all understand that there is a fundamental cultural difference between Chinese yes. person. And- but I'm saying it's it's not a cultural thing in in regards to having rights and opportunities. Equal, equal rights opportunities. I'm in not. The, in I'm America. not saying more so you, rights for. So you're asking me where to start, right? They're bundling. What you have to understand is not sure. Asians. Yes, we look at each other like we do that to each other. We go, you're Korean, you're Chinese, you're Japanese, you're Filipino. We do that, Vietnamese. We all do that to each other. Sure. But other people outside the Asian community, for the most part, Mm -hmm. do not do that. They just Mm -hmm. go, your eyes all do the same thing. Mm -hmm. So fuck you all. Mm -hmm. I don't care. I don't care if this virus is from China. And and I'm saying about the racist people. The the people that are racist towards Asian, they're not going to go there and stop. Hey, excuse me. um, Are you... uh, Chinese mm-hmm. or Korean or oh mm-hmm. you're Korean okay you know what never mind mm-hmm. you're good mm-hmm. they're, they're not going to do that they're going to see an Asian person they're going to be cautious sure. and then they're going to want to attack sure. that's and, exactly and what can happened. I add to that like and if if that Korean person said like oh that's good I'll be pissed because number one they're being prejudiced against Asia, um, Chinese but exactly but we're Asian you have to stand up for injustice up for like it, yeah. if I see if it was the other way around like, oh now you know what Chinese people are good, but them other different Asians, I don't, I don't like them. I'm like, what the? I, that's not gonna make me feel any more accepted or happy because if mm-hmm. I allow that, then then that's where I draw the line. I mean, that's not. Yeah. That's so not, next time, if uh, a flu I'm came from Korea, they're gonna, they're gonna mess with Koreans, right? Even even if it was if if it was Italians, mm-hmm. even if it was was whatever Africa, right? If they had like Ebola, I'm not gonna treat anybody any different like you know what i mean i'm not gonna label this whole classification of people and say they're all terrible people Mm -hmm. or they're all dirty people i'm not going to do that i understand i mean i have that education where it's not i think i think that'd be severely inaccurate i think when we when we all when we all start being more american and this is a very touchy subject because andrew yang touched on this subject and I'm ready. I'm ready. We were so oh, I know where you're going I, with I'm, that. I'm, so I'm already... Uh, I, and I get that. I'm okay with that. Blood I, I understand rising. what you're saying. But at the end of the day, we have to... A human being needs to find some sort of similarities in order to get along with someone else that... But that's the thing, Kenny. We're not asking. We're just we're just asking. Like, if you're in a relationship with sure. someone and, and you're going, look, I'm not asking you... For the sun, moon, and the stars, I'm just meet me halfway. Well, you also I'm, I'm there with you. I if you're if we're gonna play the empathy game, then hey, I'm halfway. Just come halfway with mm-hmm. me. Then you know you. I want this. I, I'm not asking so, to take away your so power. Right now, so right now, you also have to understand that when you asked me like what's going on now, this also goes down to 
we've been here a hundred years, right? And we've been here, uh, actually, I apologize. We've been here for over a hundred years. We started gaining some sort of acceptance. And then now all of a sudden, everything's blown out of proportion. I think what's going on is we've assimilated, meaning the Chinese Americans that have been here for a long time have assimilated. Look at what we're doing. We look Asian or Chinese, and what are we speaking as a language? English. But isn't that what makes America so fucking beautiful? So what you're is the diversity. It's a melting pot. So based on what you're telling me, because we have theory, we should go on theory and not work with reality, right? No. What, Rea- what I'm saying, what I'm saying is what makes America beautiful and so Nobody's different from all these other countries. That. Nobody's disagreeing with that. Is that we that. all don't look alike. We Nobody's all don't speak the same that. languages. What makes? Why is New York City so dope? Sure. Why is New York City the so... The food. Right. The diverse food. Right. <laughs> why is everybody... Well, why is real estate so crazy in New York City? Why is there so many different walks of life in New York I'll City? I'll give you another example. Because of diversity. People go, oh, I love this ramen joint. Well, thank you, Japanese people. Right? I love this burrito taco place. Well, thank you, Mexican people. Right? It's just diverse. I love this Chinese, but I love this general South Asian. Thank you, Americanized Chinese food. That in itself is a... Is an American phenomenon. No one's saying. I mean, nobody's disagreeing awesome. with that. So that's what I'm saying. That's what makes us so beautiful. But if we all decided to become, to your point, yep. um, more American to prove that we're our American. We no, that's not what I'm saying. I'm not trying to prove anything to anyone. The point that I'm trying to make is, human beings will be human beings. For any two human beings to work together and understand each other. One ha- both sides have to concede in order to come to a common goal. Meet me meaning, halfway. Meaning, you're not going to get everything you want. I'm not going to get everything I want. I'm going to only get half of what I want, and you're going to get half of what I want. But when it comes to racial equality, yep. that shouldn't be a negotiation. When it comes to human, basic human rights, that shouldn't even be a negotiation. So this is why we have why a, should I concede? So this is why we have for, such a big problem in America today. Why should I concede? The big problem that being, we have being not um, the big a, problem a white that we American. have. Like why big, should I concede? Like if I'm black, if I'm Asian, the big problem that we minority, have. Why is, should I concede? There's too many non-negotiables. But why? why so so what well, should what should not, I concede? Then it's not why it's not why it's whether or not it's working. Right, well, so I'm asking what works then. What should I concede to make it work? Well, I'm going to give you an example. As we have adapted to the American culture and we do speak English now instead of just Chinese to each other, they have something to work on and they've generally accepted it. The problem is we have new Chinese people coming in that don't speak any English whatsoever and they're doing their same culture in wherever they see American soil and they're not, they can't relate to it. They don't understand it. How can they relate and understand if you're doing something totally different, speak a different language, do something different that's offensive to the American people or even the Chinese Americans, your own people coming from China, don't agree with that type of culture, right? How can they... So as an Asian American, mm-hmm. what should I... I can I understand, fine. Someone from China comes in. Sure. But what, the, what do they have to do with me? Or, or maybe some... Like if I'm... If I'm Chinese or I'm Korean or whatever I am, right? Mm-hmm. I'm Asian. Mm-hmm. What does that person coming in from another country you are absolutely doing correct. something crazy you are have abs- to do with me? You are absolutely correct. because In, in terms of being labeled the same as you them. You are absolutely correct. Because 
at the end of the day, why should you have to prove it? You shouldn't. Because they label all of us as the same thing. It doesn't matter if you so were born here or born there. As the, long as they're here, that's the catch they're going to bundle us together. That's the catch-22. So that's why, that's why I'm saying Asian Americans is an appropriate term. But here's the thing. Yep. What should I concede then? As an, as an Asian American experiencing hate and crime and, and, and less opportunities, I'm not saying I, I've, I feel that I actually feel equal opportunity sure. on my end mm-hmm. on, on, and based on what I do. Uh, I haven't, you know, really, I mean, but as a younger child, Mm -hmm. I experienced so much racism. Sure. So where I had to be extra, extra, extra good just to be at the same playing field, to Mm -hmm. be even considered. Mm -hmm. And I know a lot of Asian Americans right now feel that way. Correct. A ton. My my friends that are in the entertainment industry, my friends that are actors, my friends that are creators, my friends that are in the corporate world. Yes. They feel all of that. Yes. All of that. Even my friends just being a civilian. They feel all but of I that. Think, so, but I think what we're doing, athletics, you can ask I think Jeremy what we're Lin, doing right? is we're stating so, the obvious, so, don't you think? So here is what I'm... Yeah. But no one is talking about it like that. I think people are talking who? about it. Who? Who? I think everybody's talking about Give me a name. Who? Because... Who? That's what I'm saying. Who's our voice? Which Asian Americans talking about this like in, in, in a loud voice? Because you know what? If they are talking about it, we don't hear it. So what we... We don't hear it. What we're I'm, not all looking to this person person for guidance we don't have our, like our al sharpton or obama we don't so, go oh well what, what, what are they talking about so it? let me let me um get to the next point the next point is have you ever heard of any chinese associations yes like the lamb association or the wong association mm-hmm. or the fujinese association i know where you're going with this where, where am i going with this that a lot of today's generation don't haven't heard about it and therefore, or if they have, they're just not interested in it. So that's a dying club. Can I explain why? Because I've actually taken the time out to interview some of these people in these organizations. Sure. When I speak to the Chinese Merchants Association, association, I, I was put in touch with them because they needed to do a financial transaction on a building that they're looking to purchase or whatever. And I went over to their building and, you know, obviously to sit down with them and do an interview and figure out uh, what they're looking to do, etc. And when I walked in there, you know, the old Chinatown that I know, you know, the grandpa's grandma is playing Ma Jup, right? MJ. And then you have like Guan Yu, the statue right in front with a million pots of incense. God of war. Everywhere. <laughs> the right? God of war. God of business. And... When I walk in there, I see that that old Chinatown feeling, right? Euphoric feeling, bringing you back to good times back in the day when you knew you were protected, right? And I asked them, you know, you're an association and you guys care about the Chinese community, but why is it that you don't have any youngsters that are working with you guys? And it's your average age is anywhere between 65 and 85. You know what he said to me? He said somewhere along the way between the 80s and the 90s, the membership just dropped off a cliff. And I said, how could that possibly be? Well, you know what he said? He said we were starting to get finally accepted into society. And when new people were coming over, they no longer have to go to the associations to get to know the law of the land and understand how things work. We've already been ingrained to the American society so much that there was no longer a need. Now, 
I also put two and two together as well. What was there a rise of in the 80s and 90s culturally for Asian Americans to join in a group and project Asian awareness? I think we're a part of it and we can say that. What was what was being born? Well, there are so many different... I mean, you, you want to talk about... There's a whole variety of that. Yeah. So it depends. It depends on your, uh, on, on your environment and where you fell in. So if it was the streets... You join, you join gangs, mm-hmm. right? You join uh, societies uh, that that the criminal underworld, or or you just had if you weren't <clears throat> a part of these gangs, then you were just a part of these cliques mm-hmm. that would hang around that environment, but you mm-hmm. wouldn't really be officially labeled under as that group of gang. You'd just be your, you you and your clique of boys, and and that would become its own thing. And if you were in schools, if you were in colleges. Then you became part of a Asian interest fraternity. Mm-hmm. Those are the social clubs, so, and sorority, and sororities. Yep. So there were just different different paths for that, and and did that cons- did that kind of uh, consume with these other clubs? Absolutely, uh, I could see that. But I think it's I think, changing times. I think what ended up happening was our people started getting more educated, and our generation <laughs> was the last generation of either street life or school life and you had a major shift in kids actually going to colleges Mm -hmm. to join these asian interest fraternities and sororities which then no longer had the need for these associations and this is where you also see the dying end of asian gangs because you had giuliani who shook everything up took apart the gangs usually new york asian gangs usually what happened was these kids would join the gangs did you know that the Chinese Merchants Association used to be involved in gangs? A lot of these uh, associations were, were uh, even from, from on the West Coast, they started as, a, as an association like that. And right. Evolved and into what something else. I saw as a pattern, and this is nothing against them, but what I saw as a pattern is the younger generation would start off in the gangs and rise through the ranks through the associations as they got older. Because nobody old wants to fight. It's all about you know, money and business and et cetera, et cetera. Right. It's no longer about turf war or whatever right. it is, right? So that's where I saw that there was a drop right. in these association For the record, Chinese ranks. gangs <clears throat> or Asian gangs, yep. they still are very present. Of course, for it, sure. What's changed is the front cover of it. Correct. Whereas back then, there was a, a lot of violence. Yes. Where you had to look turf over, wars. where you had to look over your shoulders, right. and it may not even have been turf wars. Just Asians in nature in, in in the gang world back in the day, you could just be walking by their street sure. or walking by them in a in a completely neutral ground, and maybe they don't like the way you look. But I felt and, and they go on the. But offensive. I feel like the need the need for nowadays joining, they don't have that. But I feel like the need to join that gang back then was to find brotherhood amongst your own people or. Protection. Family, yeah, protection amongst your own people to start off as that and then it turned into some sort of criminal culture, right? But at the end of the day, we were finally getting accepted into the American society because us even creating the idea of a Greek system, an Asian fraternity or sorority is the epitome of acceptance into the American culture, right? Mm-hmm. For uh, a college, right? So... As that happened, we also started diversifying. Our people, our generation, started hanging out with 
African-American kids, Spanish kids, white kids, and it was acceptable. And during that glimpse or period of time, you would still hear your subtle, you know, jokes of like, oh, you know, what, what's the, uh, what's the, uh, uh, the, what are the, the fortune cookies say mm-hmm. today or mm-hmm. whatever it is, just subtle hints. It wasn't subtle at all. <laughs> well, I'm just saying as time got along, <laughs> right? Like what. since 2000 till now, it, they're subtle hints of jokes, but the people that are pitching these jokes don't understand that it is race, racist for them to say it. Right. But we've more or less rolled it off as, oh, it's just a joke. When in reality, the racism has always been there with the older generation that portrays their ideal ideas or ideals down to their younger generation to portray their hate for us. So the, the thing is, I see that because that's more that's what to your point where you're talking about assimilation, right? Sure. So the more assimilated you are into American culture. Yep. We should be, when, when I look at it, that shouldn't be the, the reason or the problem. Because since we're assimilated into American culture, yeah. why is there still this you know, because, hatred? I'll tell this, you why. This, because we, over the last 10 to 12 years, we have had a heavy resurgence of new Asian immigrants coming in, predominantly from China, mainland China. But that's a that's a fine line, though. Sure. To I, I don't want I don't I don't want to like because it's a fine line to say like new Chinese immigrants are coming in. Yes. And because of that, it's okay. I mean, because it's of that, it's not okay at all. Right. It's yeah. it's because of that. There's more racism that, towards there's Asian Americans. Renewed racism mm. because the American culture doesn't understand these type of Chinese people, which are totally different from the original. Chinese people that came here. And that's just plain wrong. You can't have like... Fantastic. We understand the obvious, which is wrong. The question here is how do we come to a common ground where there's peace, right? So we're going to have to talk about things that are uncomfortable. We're going to have to talk about reality. Which which circles us back here. Sure. Where do we draw that concession? Because you say... In order to get that peace, sure. we can't get 100% of everything we want. Yes. We'll have to concede. Yes. So I want to go back to that. I want to go, all right, so we know that that's, let's just assume that is the reason. Sure. And, and let's just assume that the hate does exist mm-hmm. due to that. Mm-hmm. And now they're bundling us all in together and on this on this silo and going, you know what? Yeah, I don't give a fuck if you were born here, over there, or whatever. Yeah, all, all you motherfuckers, I don't give a fuck. So it's just lazy thinking on their part, but and we understand that it's that and that's, extremely that ignorant. We understand that exists. So what? Uh, so what do we concede then? Like how how do we fix this? What you say? We well, have to make a concession. Let's ask ourselves one thing. So what exactly should we concede so to move forward? Coming from a real estate perspective, and you know I've seen this predominantly over the last couple of years. My main office is in Flushing, New York. I'm in the board of directors of the Asian Real Estate Association of America. I'm the vice president of the Chinese American Real Estate Association. I know that a big number of Chinese people that are moving in are taking up all of the real estate, not just a little pocket here and there. Over the last 10 years, over the last 10 years, they've been buying up not just little pockets, but almost everything. They need to protect their money to to the point where I think they even artificially held the market up for New York real estate. One, all over. New York, Vancouver, even outside of America. Now, 
California. Now, let's ask ourselves this question. Me, you, Norm, we live in a neighborhood. We've always been this close-knit group, and our group is our group. And then all of a sudden, we see these foreign people coming in with their own traditions that's totally separate from everything that we know and understand. And it took us years to build up this neighborhood to the way it was. Like when I grew up in, in Brooklyn, uh, when I was born in Brooklyn, I grew up in an Italian neighborhood. You know what they did? They did a lot of block parties. Like right now we see the St. Gennaro Fair in Little Italy and we're thinking, oh, this is great, whatever. Mm-hmm. That's the cartoon version. That's the Disney that's, version. That's the Disney version of what compared to what we had what, growing up. What was back in the day. Yeah. Back then you wouldn't have actual restaurants doing like sausages or whatever. Like house number 10 over there would be doing the sausages. Yeah, 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 yeah. This group would be handling the kids doing like putting the, the eggs on the spoon and doing contests Good with times, each other. Man. Right? So I understand what a block party is because I've mm-hmm. been fortunate enough to be a part of that, right? Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, this takes years and time to build traditions. Now, all of a sudden, your community is being taken apart one by one, not because people are trying to screw you over, but they're just buying properties, not thinking that they're invading someone else's neighborhood, mm-hmm. which in reality is true, mm-hmm. right? So, so where's the concession in that? The concession is already just trying to understand their perspective. All right. So let's just say I understand. And the concession. Let's say I understand the that their pers- pers- also, perspective. They're the ignorant and they're racist. Is, nope. So what do I do? The concession is also accepting the fact that we are overtaking their land. I'm overtaking their land. We as Chinese people are overtaking mm-hmm. their land. So they're just going to bundle me up in there. So, okay, let's say let me ask you Asian this. people taking Let it me up. ask you this. The then Asian what? Americans that purchased properties from back in the 80s and 70s mm-hmm. that sold their properties to these new Chinese people, mm-hmm. did we reap the benefits of those gains? What do you mean? So my house in Brooklyn that we purchased mm-hmm. was $50,000 mm-hmm. back in the 80s. Mm-hmm. If, we, if we sold it today... Mm-hmm. It would be worth $900,000. Sure. Right? Because these Chinese people have essentially artificially held the prices mm-hmm. up or pushed it up even Did higher. Did we reap the benefits? Yeah. Me? No. No, our community. I grew up in a project. Our community. Our community. <laughs> I don't know As that. Not you specifically. I don't, like, I, I don't know that, though. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know that. I, I wasn't a part of that circle. So that's a good... good. When If you had purchased that condo that you were talking about mm-hmm. and you sold it, would you have reaped the benefits of it? Yeah. Okay. So, I but can, that has nothing to do with with the point. Like it's it's. Well, I'm, the point, I'm trying to figure out what should I concede. Let's well, say I did. Let's just say I did. Let's say I well, we the can't come up that. with that answer. But on, it's actually the opposite yeah. because when I did buy, they made it more expensive for me to buy in. So well, we can't. We can't. <laughs> it's uh, it's so the opposite. We can't come I, to that. Conclusion. So now now everything's now and now it's the opposite. Now everything's more expensive, mm-hmm. even for me as an Asian American. Sure. If you're saying that they propped up the market, they made it more expensive mm-hmm. for me. Yep. Uh, and if, if if what you say is true, they made it harder to be Chinese for me mm-hmm. or Asian mm-hmm. to walk around mm-hmm. and, and I'm you know, without getting hate. Yep. And and moving forward, so what you're saying right now, let that sink in for a minute. Right? Those three points, say but that I'm, one more time. But I don't just the way you just yeah, said it. But I don't hate them. I don't hate them, and I don't blame them for for Hold anything. Hold on a second. I'm requesting that you let that sink in for a bit. That's correct. You don't hate them. Right. But my question is, are there... Why should I hate them? Okay, so my question is, do you speak for the entire Asian community in New York City? It's completely wrong to hate 
an entire race of people yep. because of one thing. So let's just because they because they buying houses and now you want to punch everybody in the face. So okay. they 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 bought houses. No, you're right. You're and you're right. mad and you're mad because they're cooking Chinese food. You're right. You're mad because they're talking fucking you're right. Chinese. Oh, oh, my bad. Yeah, that that gives you ev- that gives you green light to to like beat you're me up and hate me. Absolutely right. Get the get out of here. You're no, absolutely no. right. Meanwhile, meanwhile, same thing. Let's say it was much worse. Just though. Let's say it's not I get right. Doesn't get mean a, that that's I get a, bu- what's a bunch of like green people or purple motherfuckers and and purple motherfuckers all jump me. I'm not gonna hate every single purple motherfucker I see. I want that purple motherfucker. So I, wanna, I hate. I want to let you know. What we're talking about right now is the obvious. What's right is what should be right is not happening. But I still want to know, Kenny. Yeah. Please tell me what yeah. should I concede? Let's just say I want to come to an agreement. Sure. With the racists. Sure. And the hate. Sure. So as an Asian American, I'm yep. going, yo, what can we do to solve this? Like, I want peace. Yep. I want peace. I want peace for us all. Yep. Equality. Yep. You tell me what I have to sacrifice in order to get that. So the question is, what's what the concession? Are, what are these haters losing? We need to understand what they in their minds think that they are losing before we can it get depends. that answer. Okay, so let's just say, let's just let's go, let's, let's stay on, on your on your story. Let's let's say they're mad because um, I let's just say I speak Chinese. They're upset about that. Sure. Um, I have money. Is that a loss? To buy a what home. What are they losing? I have a money to buy a home. Well, that's the reason. No, they the hate, feel right? like they're losing so, something. That's so, why they hate. Okay, so I, I don't know. I don't know if they feel like they're losing. Of that's course. why they hate. I don't know that. I think I think it's because we're so different. So why do people hate? Why do we're, people hate I think Chinese people, people for I, coronavirus? Because their family members are dying because of something that's not of American soil or, or it originated from China and they're hating because they lost something or they're losing okay. something. So or let's lo- just say, all right, let's, right let's, let's go with that. Sure. So let's say I'm mad because uh, I lost the opportunity to buy this house because you made real estate go up. Mm-hmm. Everything's so fucking expensive. I hate all you motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. All right, so where do I concede? So at what point? Now, I have nothing to do with that. I'm not rich. I'm not this billionaire. Right. I'm not... Part of the masses that came sure. here and gobbled up the real estate. Sure. So what do I do? Where, where do I concede then? So we can have peace. Where do I concede? So it's not what you concede. Like you said. Then you say we have to make concessions in order we, to have peace. So the point is we. Yeah. Meaning Asians. Yeah. So what so, so now, what do we Asians what we have to do, concede? What we have to do is we need to go talk to all the Asians, inclusive of the old Chinese. But that's not a concession. Chinese. What do I have to sacrifice? No, right? What do I have to give up for peace? You're right, but we're trying to figure out that concession. Yeah, but that how do we know we need a concession if we don't know that it's going... Number one, we don't know what it is, so therefore, how can we know so it's no going to work? Then we can just let time continue to take things away from them, not understand them for where they're coming from, but and what, then just battle But them. how can you make concessions to injustice? Like, I don't get it. There shouldn't be any. That's you're what right. I'm saying. There shouldn't be you're like what? Right. Oh, okay. You're mad that I'm buying a property, so I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna buy property anymore. Oh, oh, you're mad because because I speak Chinese, so I'm not gonna speak Chinese anymore. So then anymore? the answer speaks for itself. We can't come to a conclusion, and the only other way is to fight, to fight, or take exactly. over, <laughs> or, or take, take over. over. Correct. Right now, which here, is steadily now, well, like you said, steadily happening. Right? Now to here, communities. Now here's the thing. You ever watch Gangs of New York? 
Mm-hmm. With Leo. With Leo Di- Di- DiCaprio. Leonardo yeah. DiCaprio. What was the storyline behind that? It was the American Irish hating the new Irish mm. coming in. Mm. And that in itself could be a window into how we solve this problem now. No, nah, I wouldn't do that. I would not go to war. I love, like, I met so many good people that came from outside of this country. And and I think that's, that is America, is, is made up of immigrants. Right, but I don't think I the can't. point was, like, it's to understand the reasoning but he's based saying, on that he's movie. But he's saying gangs in New York, they went, they went to war. They went to war, right. Well, who's yeah. going to war? No, no, gangs in New York. You said right. the and Irish went to war with the right. immigrants. But Irish. you just mentioned, we got to fight. Right. Isn't that the same concept? Yeah, a fight against the racists. Oh, not okay. fight against immigrants. Like yeah. that means I'm joining the races. I'm. No, I will never no, be on the joining, side of, no, of racism joining, you're and actually inequality. Joining the immigrants fighting the people that have been there before. Who I are, don't know if the immigrants are fighting. I think it's the Americans putting up the fight. The immigrants are just leaving. They either they're either leaving or they're just not speaking up about it because they it's not their country. They don't have a voice. You really think that they're not speaking up? Immigrants? Yeah. Can you can you give me a couple of famous immigrants that that Americans are following? So after so after this um, podcast, what I'll do is I'll send you a couple of groups that are mainland Chinese groups mm-hmm. that work within their WeChat groups mm-hmm. that are forming. But together. that's within their bubble. I'm talking about. Are they working it, I, within the New York City government, like local government, to make changes, or is it just well, from, amongst their own communities? I mean, this is new, right? So we we've got to let the dust settle. But they are forming together. And, and you know what? I'll tell you this. From here to Long Island, the last six months, or I apologize, the last five months, what demographic has been the largest group of people that have purchased weapons in New York? From I would, New York I would City have to, to Long Island. I would have to imagine that as Asians. Because Unfortunately, being... with my experience, mm-hmm. I've been to the gun stores. Mm-hmm. I've tried to take the time out to ask the owners what's going on and they have all admitted that it is chinese people they're not they don't know if not it's chinese Asians, Americans. chinese no, they said chinese but they, they, they don't know they're, they're just oh, saying they chinese they, they don't they don't know for chinese right yeah, so they, they are admitting that it's asians buying up weapons yeah so and, and we said that on our other podcast like look you're gonna play with the wrong asian escalation that person's gonna be strapped and and it's and their their first line of defense they're gonna go straight they're gonna go zero to hundred. They're gonna, they're gonna so shoot then, your ass. So then the answer is we have one of two options. And what we said came true. As a society, we have one of two options. One side, one side is we fight, or the other side is, which is the hardest part, to mutually come to an agreement. But they're not getting the guns so they could go on the offense. It's pure defense. It's if you if you back me into a corner, I will have to protect my home. That's not. They're not buying the guns to make a difference. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, regardless of what anybody's doing, those are our two choices. Okay, so but but you're saying that Asian immigrants are beginning to start a coalition Mm -hmm. of injustice uh, being brought upon them here. And, And what I'm saying is a lot of Asian Americans don't know about it. Right. And you're saying that's because it's just beginning. But didn't I bring it? But didn't I bring this up with you? Where I let you know that, hey, we have people of different cultures being grouped into one. And what you're saying is it's it's fucked up for us to be rolled into one group. 
and then we have to repay our dues after we paid our dues. It's fucked up. And I agree with you. It is messed up. But at the end of the day, what now you're saying is this group is acting independently of others. When the first thing I did mention was. No, 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 no. I think that's okay. I'm I'm just, I'm just getting your information Mm -hmm. and organizing that thought. Processing it. Yep. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So uh, there's nothing wrong with a group trying to get together. Nothing wrong at all. To figure out how we can all get along. I totally understand. I love that. Yep. I love that notion. And, and they're making a movement mm-hmm. to try to bring awareness and educate people. Sure. I love that. But why do and we then need, to have a voice why do we need to, and let them know that we're fighting we against to, injustice. Why do we need to give awareness? To quote you, why do we need to give awareness? Why do we need to do that? It's fucked up. We shouldn't have to do that. No, I didn't say that. Okay. I said, I no, I said that injustice and and racism should not be negotiable. There should not be concessions. It's like I can't say, "Oh, it's okay." No, remember for when you to I be said, messed up to me? Maybe, remember you, when I? You're cool with me, but you're not cool. Remember when with, I said? Remember when I said maybe not, we should fuck. show that we could be a little more American? And you said, "Why should we have to show them?" Yeah, why should I? Exactly. I, I understand. So, I understand. These that, people grouping up but, together but, and giving but, but awareness. Here, why should we? And here's, let that? me put that into context. Yes. It's, it's, why? Because even, let's just say, even let's say, like we, we were playing chess here, and I know if I made this move and I would prove that I'm more American, it'll work. I'm conceding right? to you. So I, let's, say, let's say I'm, I'm agreeing to with you that. And agreeing with <clears> you. So let's, but, but hold saying, on, let me finish this point. This let, if, I, if I say, all right, so now that I'm proving that I'm not um, super Asian, that I'm really identify as American and look at me with this fucking cheeseburger, like, mm-hmm. hell yeah, bitch, you know? And I'm waving the red, white, and blue, and I'm mm-hmm. going, hell yeah. And then fucking, to your point, mm-hmm. a Chinese immigrant comes along, right? And and they don't know the cultures, and, and so they're no fault of their own, of and they're course. doing... What's what's normal to them, right. and that's fine. They're not evil. Yep. They're just doing what's normal to them, and I get it. I get it. But now, me spending all this time to proving that I'm that I'm American, they don't care. They they just bundle us all in together. I just wasted my efforts. So why should I even concede to being? So more then, American? your answer is fight. My answer is to speak up, mm-hmm. absolutely to mm-hmm. fight. When you see injustice, you speak up, you let it be known that you stand against it, mm-hmm. and others will stand with you. Mm-hmm. You have to take a stand and let other so people do do stand that? with you. How do you do that when you have a group of Asian Americans that have been assimilating away from that culture of what you're saying right here's, now? Here's what I'll say. Sure. I've, I have never seen more Asian Americans mm-hmm. agree... And fight for one same cause mm-hmm. than right now. And you know what that uh-huh. is? Black Lives Matter. Yep. I have never seen more Asian American and correct me if I'm wrong, or if you guys have a dis- you guys have a different perspective. No, but I think my, we're all on the same page. In with my Black Lives Asian Matter. circles yeah. that I've seen that have, and I have several different Asian circles, they all are fighting for Black Lives Matter. They whether they make posts about right. it, they are all doing their part. Right. Whether they're protesting peacefully, mm-hmm. or they're they're making posts online, yes. one after another, speaking out against injustices. Mm-hmm. I've never and and they're Korean, they're Filipino, 
they're Chinese, mm-hmm. they're Japanese, okay. they they come from all over Vietnamese. So, so I have Asian friends that so my I've never seen is, them all so agree. My question is, are unanimously they, so on that? Are, it's not even up for debate. So my question is, are they doing that the same for their own people, Asian people? Because I'm saying none of us have spoke up to that. We haven't been that loud yet. Sure. Because the BLM movement, mm-hmm. what happened to George Floyd, mm-hmm. became. So loud. I mean, you just saw a man being murdered. It wasn't. Correct. It didn't become just the like lives matter. Yep. It's, it became a human dignity, moral issue that. But not that even that. You just cross borders. See, but you were just seeing like people here. It's one thing to hear about so, an injustice against a whole race of people, and then to actually see someone slowly get murdered. Mm-hmm. So, that, guys, I think I think that the the thing here is we're 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 talking about what the obvious. Everybody's feeling this way. What, the whole purpose of this podcast is to talk about what's not obvious, right? My question is, yes, we all agree. Uh, but my question is, what's going to happen when COVID is over and everything goes back to normal where people have to go to work and they're not quarantined inside their house after three or four months? And meanwhile, getting pay, some people getting paid unemployment and having the time and effort to go out and do this one coalition, one cause. I mean, this is all great and fantastic. But when we have to go back to our normal lives, the question I ask is, and I don't know the answer to this, are we going to continue this rally? Or are we going to go back to our regularly scheduled programming? I'll tell you what. If this shit keeps continuing and it doesn't improve, then there will be... The fight will continue. This will not end. And I'll tell you what, this this I economy can be all America could be could be one hundred percent back open for business. Mm-hmm. And I think that if the injustices continue and it's so blatant, right? Sure. It's not even up for debate. It's sure. just so there's just so incredible, incredible amount of video evidence. Yeah. And I'm not saying that that I'm not I want I don't want to be hypocritical here. I'm not saying that every single person that puts on a blue uniform is an asshole. I have a lot of friends that are police officers, so do you. You have relatives. I mean, a lot of close friends and they're awesome. They're awesome people, Which is awesome another cops, discussion right? itself. But what I'm saying is that and 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 I'm not saying that, you know, there there's going to be racists out there. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm talking about. It's fighting against those assholes. Okay. I'm not talking about just cops. I'm just mm-hmm. talking about in, in general, just in video, you're you're seeing a lot surface, a lot of racism. They don't need a blue uniform for that. You know what I mean? So we can't go so all cops or racists. So, so the statement but, that you're but making we have is to say that you think we're gonna we're gonna f- keep fighting, right? We have to. You feel they're gonna go back to normal, or do you feel that they're gonna continue fighting? Asian Americans. My hope is that we'll continue fighting. Human beings in general yes. have a short-term memory. Do you feel that we're going to do that, or are you just hoping? No, no, I don't. I'm not hoping. Do you feel they're I'm gonna not, keep fighting? I'm not hoping. Uh, for 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 them to continue the fight, but I think. Do you feel that Asian Americans are going to continue? There is injustice. People in general, mm-hmm. people will speak up about it as a as a society. That's fair. Right. So now, now you're asking me specifically yeah. to your question. Yeah, will Asian Americans continue to rally around? Keep fighting to to rally behind black people. Sure. And as long or as long as organizing and. Backing up Asian Americans. I don't know about that. Okay. I do not know. I that's that is what I'm hopeful for, and that's what I want. Yep. 
but I yeah. What was your? I, I what, don't see what, that in the near term what future. What was your question directed towards? Towards the black lives movement. But what I'm saying, yeah, was it towards black lives movement or no? The, we were the, talking the, about Asian injustice. Asian yeah, but, so but, but I was talking about that. But like I said, I've never seen so much unity among among Asians. I get it on one. On, on, on one I get where it. we all agree. So will Asians continue to fight for and, Black and Lives why, Matter? Why I ask uh, absolutely. That, why but I will ask they will they uh, shift that energy yep. and, and and us unify as one to why fight for I Asians? Why I ask that question? Why I ask that question is because I've been involved in the Asian American community mm-hmm. since I was 16 years old. Okay. I am now almost 38 years old. But here's the thing, I have Kenny. yet to see. I have yet to see everybody that has gotten really aggressive with this and standing up for what's right. I've yet to see a majority. I can't say all, but I see what I see. But I'm I not, see some people coming out over the last couple of years, but I don't see a majority of them. Here's here's what I don't want. I I don't want to make it seem. I, I mean, I don't know. I don't want to speak. I don't want to be one of those people mm-hmm. that just speaks up when something is wrong with their race. Mm-hmm. So, for example, if I see something with just Asians, sure, I'm not just going to all of a sudden get all racially sensitive or, yeah. or speak up about. I don't think we're challenging you on that. Right? We be- no, no, we, I, we I, I know that. Where you're yeah, from. but I just want to make a point. Sure, right that I, I'm, I'm, I don't want that. I mean, for those of, that are watching as well, that that's you know, uh, get making judgment here. Uh, you know, I, I don't want to be one of these Asians that just stand up for when something's not right towards Asians. Because it's hypocritical. You're right. You have to stand it's terrible. up. You have to stand up for, if you're going to fight for this injustice, you have to fight for all injustice. That's fair. Because because you're canceling out. So you're saying it's all right to be racist towards blacks, and, and but not, so, but, but you, I don't want you racist towards Asians, but you could be racist towards, this. it's like saying like, oh, you could be racist towards a Korean guy over there. Mm-hmm. I'm cool with that. Mm-hmm. Like, no, no. Like, hey, that's that's that dude's with me. Like, you know what I'm saying? Or you you can't be racist towards my my black friend here so or I my think, Spanish friend. Like, you can't do I that. I think we could all chalk this up to the following: We're hopeful that we're gonna stay so unified. We're hopeful that we don't forget what happened. We're hopeful that the journey to fixing this problem is a lot easier said than done. Uh, well, we're hopeful that we don't. We're willing to put it in, put in the long haul. Right, and Kenny, I'll go one change. further. I don't care for the whole. Yo, let's all get all the Asians together and unite as one, and we could fight for what's right. Let's get all the good people mm-hmm. to speak up. Who's mm-hmm. sick of this shit? All that. I don't give a fuck what race you are. What's your background? You come from there. I don't care what continent that's you come the problem, from. But that's the problem. I, feel I like, don't care. That's the unity we like need. We don't people, need all the Asians no, to bunch up. The issue, we need all the, all the Asians, the all the blacks, all the whites. All a lot the of Sp- people are speaking. There's a lot of people that are speaking. And what I'm hoping is that there's action behind this. Meaning... Yeah, that's what this movement... No, there's a lot of action. No, that, that's a reaction. The action I'm talking about is go to your local community board meeting. Go to your local police precinct. Go to your local politician and try to find out what's going on in the neighborhood. And then honestly spend the time to help the elderly or the needy or the children 
and give back to the community. Don't react and do this whole, oh, we're going to stand up and speak right now. Speaking is what everybody's been doing. That's, again, that's idealistic, right? And that's beautiful that if the world were to be proactive. But a lot of us are just living our daily lives. And it isn't until it gets disrupted. A lot of us aren't even made aware. Or we just don't have that energy yet. And then when we see something and hear something, and, and then we go, whoa, that's the world I live in? Well, that's going to need to change. I can't be a part of a world that kills innocent people like that. I can't yeah, Because a lot of people don't know that. Yeah, but that Here's but the thing. How can you be but that's proactive just, but that's just if you're the, just not woke that's just to a it? Pause if you're to not the, aware. That's just a pause to the system. The question is, how do you change the system? Standing up and doing all this is a pause to the system. But how do you change the system? Exactly what they're doing now. You telling me there hasn't been sweeping changes? I don't think that I don't think that changes anything. The marching, the the protesting, you don't think it's I'll tell you why I don't, it's, it's I'll not, tell you why it's not I don't leading think it's to anything. I I'll tell you why I don't fundamentally think it's gonna change anything. I'll tell you why. It's because this may cause police um to be defunded it may cause adverse effects to the community itself on a local level Mm -hmm. if we do things too much to the other side killing that person as a cop is terrible so now we're gonna fight him and take everything away and punish him like crazy Mm -hmm. you're telling me that's gonna solve the problem no that's not the solution stop and frisk Mm -hmm. good or bad 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 but is it effective? Was it effective in terms of lowering crime? Is it effective lowering crime? Yeah, it was. Okay, so both of you agree. I I disagree because I don't. So I don't, then you're saying that that they should have stopped and first. Then I'm not okay with you if I'm walking across the street and I'm minding my own business. I'm not okay with you abusing me. I'm not okay with that. Okay, totally. That's totally. And I'm not okay wrong. for you to do that for somebody else. So we need to do better. I think we just need to figure out a better way. Yeah, is it harder? A way. That wasn't a right policy to implement. To but what, what I'm trying to so, say to you uh, is, we how do we get to that better way? I don't know. I'm 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 not a politician. I'm not I'm not a lawmaker. Would you I'm say not that a police it's not officer. Even just that's a politician. That's, level? that's not even in my wheelhouse to answer. So, but what I can say well, that know, that is stating, not the right way. What you're can saying is you're you're saying what's obvious. Everybody knows that answer. What? Of doing the right thing. Take not away. every. That's a problem. It's that you think it's obvious, but it's not. A lot of to a lot of people, stop and frisk. They they think it's cool. It's good as long as it's not happening to them. Here's the thing. I think that everyone wants the best, but nobody knows the solution. To we get to have the best. to be careful to be threatened by people who say if you fight back we will therefore take away this we have to be careful of that we have to be careful we cannot live in fear if we need to fight for what's right for that, everybody so my question is fight true how are you going to fight we look we have to be willing to take a stand but these are all theories these aren't theories. These, this, I, I'm not speaking taking hypothetically. Stand, I taking, am speaking. Taking a stand is only causing. All right, all right, I'll give you another example. Um, Buffalo, they did something terrible. They knocked over a 75 year old, and he made him bleed on the floor. Cracked his head. Right. And what happened was, the government acted right away and did the right thing, which is put those guys 
in two, two sort of the of Buffalo penalty, police officers and right? being charged. And then what was the result? What happened? Uh, was it 57 resigned? Resigned. Was it yeah. 75? No, I think it was 75. Right? 57, uh, whatever like number it but is. They right? resigned the entire, from, the, the entire but emergency they, team, but, but, uh, response team. But they uh, just but they resigned. resigned from the response team. Right. Right. They're still police officers. Still police so officers. Now, they didn't question. resign from the force. So they just resigned from. So let from, me ask you a question. From that label, what if we end up coming up with so many rules that these people just resign? Mm-hmm. What do we do then? Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that that is the right answer. I'm saying that we need to be cognitive of all sides. Mm-hmm. No. They're not going to make up insane rules just to make sure that the police. Don't do things that harm, do more harm. Of course they are. They're going to make up rules? By them standing up, by people standing up right now, they're causing politicians to really reconsider and come up with major reform. Which right. is a that good thing. Is which is a punish thing. the it, crap out of these people. It, tr- you mean treat them like they treat me if I were to kill someone? That's correct. So when That's some, a good thing. So when, That's not insane. So How is when that insane? Human beings, it's insane not to do that. So when human be- if they kill someone so that's, human that's innocent, they should want, not get one year. So when pe- human beings say, you know what? This is too risky for me. I don't want to be a cop anymore. Then, then don't. We, then what do we do? Then don't be a so, cop. If you're afraid, so if, you don't have if enough, you're afraid of killing so an innocent not, man so if and being not, punished for it, then don't be a cop. So, so that's if good. There it are stops not, people like that so from being cops. So then that's the, a good so then law. the next question is, if there are not enough cops, how do we get cops? We talked about that. You got you to gotta, look. You got to raise, raise the bar. Right. So you got to raise the bar and raise the pay. So what if, okay, so what if even at $150,000, nobody wants to join? Then what? Whoa, that's hypothetical. You that's know, if, extremely if, hypothetical. If, if a job was paying me one hundred fifty thousand dollars, bro, are you kidding me? If I'll go, I'll, go yeah, I'll skip college altogether. If well, I was eighteen, wait, wait, this is including uh, pension benefits and everything. Like of that. course, yes. of okay, course, okay. everything that comes yeah, along a with a government career, job. Then. It's okay. a fantastic career. So then, so if that then, would attract the. So then and, next, and if I was eighteen, so I, I, I would have been all down for that action. What about municipalities that don't have the money to afford stuff like this? Where this these municipalities actually need it the most. Well, that's that's where that's where, federal, that's where federal funding comes from comes okay. in, right? Okay. Yeah. So then, I guess what really has to come down is we need to really think about all sides. The camera crapped out, so we just jump back on. But sure. I think we agree that the what's wrong is wrong, and what's yeah. right is right, and we just want better way to move forward. Correct. Where we defer is how we do it. Am I correct there? No. Okay. I agree full-heartedly with what everything that you say. It's important for people to stand up and say something. What how I differ is I ask I'm asking people to really do their research on their own and to figure out on their own local community level cuz we all live somewhere, right? We all have homes somewhere. Mm-hmm. And we what we need to do is get involved in the community right. and make a stand there. And that's because, what people are doing. Because that people should really go down to the local level and really attend their community board meetings and voice their opinions and try to make a change there. But what if but, that's not enough? You know why it will be enough, in my opinion? It's because if you put in time to care about your own community and give back to your community, you'll be so dialed in on what's going... Why do you think there used to be situations where the town knows the sheriff? And the sheriff knows the right. whole town. I think that we've all been stepping away from this so much 
to the point where we don't put in the work in our communities, especially coming from a real estate perspective Mm -hmm. when we've allowed so much diversity to happen that transactions and sales of real estate properties mm-hmm. causes so many different people to move to different but does that stop injustice that's my thing like i'm, I'm fine i'm all for that mm-hmm. and i agree with you mm-hmm. you should be involved with your community you should go out there and vote yep. right you should you should be very outspoken right in your community yep. and how you enhance it and yep. make it better and raise yep. property values have better education mm-hmm. i am 100 percent for that but does that stop injustice i think so because right now is the result of centralized police or centralized order in every town. But when it was decentralized, each town knew what was going on with everybody. And when you're selling real estate, especially in my world, I understand that there is diversity in real estate and people are not blocked from moving from one place to another. You cause a lot of different people to move into a neighborhood that don't exactly become a neighborhood. They're just people living in different houses down the block. Let's talk about the Chinese community. Because okay. I could talk about that, right? Okay. I could I could relate to it. There's police and then there's underground police back in the day. There were problems where you had you could call the police to solve some matters, or you can go talk to that local crew to solve your problems. Okay. Because the whole neighborhood understood how everything worked. And at that time, there was a lot more unity. Case in point, when I grew up with that Italian neighborhood, they allowed us to be in the community to do the actual fair, uh, uh, the block party, et cetera, et cetera. And that's why we're, we're labeling the San Gennaro Fair is the Disney version of what really used to be the best block parties, right? And I think what's happened is we have tried to really decentralize and have one uniform order all across America, which is sounds in theory good, but it's actually been more detrimental to the actual neighborhood itself because it causes everybody to be into themselves and not as a community. And that, I think, is what is taking down America today. Now, when we go back to centralized, I mean decentralized, you're going to also have the bad side of that as well. Right? I'm saying I I don't know. If, and this is why that, America is so good. I don't good. know if that's the whole And this answer. is why America is so good. I think it's that's because I when things said, don't work, we change and we go towards the other direction. Yeah. And, and, and then when we go just, towards the other direction and that doesn't work, we change right. and go back to the original. Right. But I think, and we're still trying to figure out, none of us has the answers, by the way, but we're all trying to, to get there. And, and what, what you just stated, mm-hmm. I think it's only part of the solution. I don't, mm-hmm. think, I don't think it makes up a, the total solution. And that's what we're looking for. Well, let me ask you this. What about those communities where the cops and the neighborhood actually have a good relationship? How do these protests all across the nation... Kenny, that, that goes to the color of your skin, man. Really? 100%. That's the color of your skin. Let me tell you, I, I grew up in the hood. What's the color of my skin? I grew. What's the color of my skin? Are there a lot of black people in your neighborhood? Are, 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 let me ask you something. Growing up in Great Neck, was there a lot of white people too? The, po- the people. Well, the highest majority 
What was the majority of the, the race the, there? Right. All right. Damn, we're having some serious technical difficulties, man. Yeah. Uh, thank, thanks, Norm. So uh, for those of you guys watching, Norm's camera crapped out. So we're down, we're down to just two cameras on me and Kenny. But we did talk about a lot of things, and we wanted to, to, to make sure that we organize our thoughts here. So a couple of things. Uh, number one, let's get this straight. We all want equality. We all want justice for everyone. We want the right path to move forward. I don't have a solution to any of this. Okay. And this is also why I always say I would never want to get into politics because you have to do some dirty shit to get things done. And I don't ever want to be put in a position where I have to do something that's against what's right just Mm -hmm. to make something done. Mm -hmm. In terms of how do we get there, I do believe that we do have to speak up. And when we see something wrong, we do need to speak up. And when there's injustice, we do need to fight against it. I don't know what the secret sauce is. You do A, B, C, D, E, F, G, therefore you'll get paradise. I don't know that. But I do know that we need to fight against injustice. Yeah. And I totally agree with everything you're saying. Um, We got to do what's right. And, you know, this comes back down to my original statement of integrity, mm-hmm. right? No one can ever work with you unless you have good integrity because ultimately it's going to be failure in the end on whoever's part, right? And the only thing I can say is, look, everybody is going to come to their own conclusion and hopefully that conclusion or the general consensus is going to be the right answer. Right. To and, do you, and you right getting... And, and you... And you say part of initializing, going, taking path forward to the right steps is to get involved in your local community. Correct. Right. Understand what's going on, what injustices are going on. Understand what is going right. Understand whether or not the community is underfunded. Understand whether or not you need more programs to be able to help the community. Right. And And ultimately, like the needs of the community. Correct. In order to change the community. It's very hard to just say something without thinking about the consequences of doing that. Like, for example, the other day, someone had made it a point to say, burn the whole system down. Doesn't matter. Looting, whatever, make it happen because an injustice happened and this is what needs to be done in order for it to be fixed. Burning the whole system down. That's like Joker shit. (laughs) Yeah, that's uh, (laughs) That's like anarchy. So what happened was, you know, you also have Chinese American businesses that were looted. Well, to be fair, you also had black businesses. Fair enough. And you had white businesses and you had corporations and you had small businesses, mom and pop shots. I mean, you think the looters and the evil care? So I I saw a video of a a woman that came out of her um, apartment and said, you know, we live in subsidized housing here. You people come along and destroy our shit that we need to use. The woman that spoke up, that's that's a near neighborhood where I grew up at. I know okay. exactly what you're talking about. And she said, you're not helping anyone when you're looting and destroying. It, it takes years, if not decades. If you destroy your own communities, it takes forever for it the to problem, recover. The problem is... It takes is, so much money for it to recover. Or businesses leave and they never come back. The problem is she had said, you guys come into my hood. 
mm-hmm. my neighborhood. Right. Meaning as if the people she's speaking to, she's wasn't, been there for a long time. Wasn't part of the neighborhood. She's never seen these people before. Right. That goes to what I'm saying. That's an injustice. That's that's mm-hmm. what she did. She spoke out yeah. against the injustice, okay, and then she yeah. went viral. Yeah. And and she made so many people aware to that fact. Exactly. She's against racism of anyone, but she's also against the protesters. Protesters, because they may not even be they they might not even give a a fuck a rat's ass about racism. The actual. They're just they're just opportunists. They're yeah. just you know. Talking about the rioters. Yeah. Their yeah. stance was, the whole system's broken. Burn it all down. And what? And what? Live in a fucking hut with straws? Like, no, that's, 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 uh, was he gonna burn down, like, innocence and. That's what I'm saying. It's terrible. No, no it's, that's way too that. extreme. That's, 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 look, I don't have the answers, but I know that's not it. Commercial real estate has been on the decline for a very long time. And whatever just happened in the last two weeks mm. can only. Cause it to go down even it, further. It, it exacerbated that. Yep. Because. Tremendously. Should we even dare to talk about the taxes that have been lost? The tax revenue. Yeah. And but, but they just ultimate, printed $5 trillion. I mean, they, they're just. Well, I mean, whether they print printing. it or not, right? Whether they print it or not, this is money that you've taken out of that neighborhood. That could be going towards a good social program. Mm-hmm. That could be reinvested <clears throat> in the community. Th- th- via. A small business authority loan, which is government subsidized. Mm -hmm. All these things. Are interconnected. Correct. Yeah. So that's why you have to start from the bottom. But that's that's not, I mean, let's get it straight. That's not just because of the whole um, looters around. I mean, that's COVID, you know, was the catalyst to all Mm -hmm. this. Of course. Well, which I also think the the protesting is also a catalyst from, uh, no, the 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 COVID is a COVID. uh, catalyst to the protesting as well because look you've got a lot of angry people that have been stuck inside for a long time cabin fever they're also not making any money right to support their family and with the job losses and they're like i was thinking i was thinking this like there won't be this many people protesting if people were working that's exactly they'll be they'll be distracted so you know if they had something to lose you're saying mm -hmm. yeah so at the end you know i guess the one thing I can say is I don't have the answers. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be the one that comes up with the answers because I know that's going to be a very tough answer. Here's where I disagree. I think that there still be an abundance of protests. Mm-hmm. What I think there'll be a lot less looting. I think so. that I guess I'd have to disagree with that. Mm-hmm. I think with people having more time and possibly even collecting uh, unemployment mm-hmm. while being unemployed, uh, they have the time to do it. And. You know, perhaps I'm wrong. Oh no, I, I didn't I say that to... there'll be no looting. No, and it's not looting. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. There's people available to protest as well, right? I'm not gonna, but I'm. Okay. I don't have stat. I don't have stats data on this. It's just a hunch, and I could be wrong. Yeah, it's your right. opinion. Right, it's right? an opinion because that's not the way the cookies crumbled. But it makes sense. Um, it's a very uh, educated opinion. <laughs> right, but right. what I'm saying is, and let's just say that that whole thing happened with George Floyd. I think. One hundred percent, there'll yeah. be out people out there protesting. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's that's what that's my I point. Agree with that. I say, regardless yeah. of COVID or not, mm-hmm. there would be people protesting. I do. I think it'll be uh, a lot less aggressive. Uh, of course, of mm-hmm. course. You know, I think there'll be a lot um, of you know there won't be as much pent up energy, yep. right? And 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 uh, you know, people will be working and jobs. They have other focuses in life, and but I do think that 
there'll still be a strong amount of protest against what happened. Oh yeah, definitely. Because this is a moral issue. I yeah, mean, right. people, it's a human right issue. Right. People are upset. You know, I'm upset, you're upset. Everyone's upset at this table. Kenny, you're right. upset yep. that yeah. this is wrong that, that happened to this man, right? Being mm-hmm. killed. Yeah. Alrighty. So there you have it. That's, um, I, I honestly didn't think we would touch there. I mean, we even talked about it, you know, um, and, and we just, we just, man, it's a terrible situation, but, uh, we do want, we do want this to just get better everywhere, all around from COVID to, to, you know, racial equality to us getting in a state where we're all thriving together. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, right? Yeah, it really is. It really is. And uh, for everyone, and, and, and here's the not thing. a single person. And here's the thing: the, the American dream. We need to work together to get there, and it's all the, all of its diversity included. Mm-hmm. Right. So we all need to work together to get there. A lot of us are going to have different opinions on how we get there, but what's important is that we continue to fight that good fight together. I'm all about positive energy. Um, I think these last ten years have really taught me about a different side of looking at life and how. Um, to improve yourself a couple of things that i would say that have greatly uh improved my life is talking about some things that you're grateful for in the day gratitude. also, also talking gratitude. about you know i guess giving prayers to people that are in need of help and try to look out for the good of humanity and people that need something to to make their lives better and wishing the best for other people. And then finally saying some things that you need to fix about yourself and what you want to improve about your own life. And by saying those three things, it kind of keeps you grounded and gives you, you know, nothing but positive energy for yourself and for everybody around you. Isn't it like a Tony Robbins method i would say it's a um it's a mix of all these positive energy type of guys but tony robbins is ultimately what started me on this journey got it okay that's fantastic um i know a lot of people as uh a lot of people start with tony robbins i mean he's been in this arena the self-help arena for several years decades if i would say Uh, and uh he's certainly a uh a compass that people look to uh for self-improvement so my recommendation uh, this week would it's it's very simple, but it's not that easy, and it's it's two things. It's uh, meditation. It sounds simple, just sitting there and chilling, um, but it's not. After a minute, I'm ready to just say, "Damn, I'm done." Mm-hmm. So I've been getting into meditation, and uh, what I found that helped, uh, you know, I looked at all these apps and all, but what I found worked for me is to just sit there, put on some relaxing meditation uh, music on Spotify. And it's going to sound super corny, but uh, just just kind of sit there with my thoughts and, and just control it. Just I'll, I let my thoughts go wherever they need, because I thought meditation was, was think about nothing. So I was constantly trying to think about nothing, and that was so hard uh, for a beginner to go straight to, like, the big boys leagues, you know? So what I did was just... I just allow myself, I, I try to do it three times throughout the day. Uh, I did one minute to start. I go, all right, I'm going to, for the first minute in the morning, I'm just going to let my mind go 
and 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 control it and let it not go to too many different places just one place and i'll stay there for a minute and i happen to see like oh shit so if i'm thinking about what i need to do throughout the day but i'm thinking about that same line i end up meditating for like 10 minutes mm. so i'm like that's fantastic and that music kind of helps me keep with that same um, frequency yeah, yeah yeah so uh what i found is help it helped me organize my thoughts whereas before i was so scatterbrained i didn't even know what to where to begin Mm -hmm. so now that i've meditated it really does help organize your mind your thoughts control what you need to do throughout the day and you're much more and because of that the result is you're in more control of your emotions and how you manage things so i mean i'm not an expert but I'm, i'm i'm if anyone's looking to meditate or some type of mentor with that, I'm probably like maybe in step three. And if you're you're in step zero, it's always good to find mentors that are like one or two steps ahead of you because they know what you're going through. So for anybody beginning or was thinking about uh, meditation, I certainly recommend that. And the second thing is drink more water. Keep a water. (laughs) It sounds crazy, right? But someone said that to me and I used to drink a lot of water, Mm -hmm. but that's when I was physically active outside because Mm -hmm. I got thirsty playing basketball. Right. So, of course, I was freaking super thirsty because I was sweating my ass off. But here's the thing. Being in quarantine, I don't sweat nearly as much as I did before. So I, I caught myself drinking a lot less water. Yeah. You don't have a reason to do so. You don't. Because you your don't. body is not trying out for help. It's like, right. oh, I need the, I need hydration. Right. But a lot of then. But what I did see, my skin was getting becoming drier. I was not as I don't feel as healthy as I did. Mm-hmm. So uh, in order to to change that. I keep a bottle of water near me for as much, and I see Kenny, you have one too. Mm-hmm. And uh, you're making it a habit. And look how much water. This was throughout right. the podcast. You're making a habit. I literally go through almost almost a gallon of water a day, mm-hmm. and I feel great. I feel great because of that. I'm, I'm more alert. I drink a lot less coffee. I drink a lot less alcohol. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've, I rarely drink alcohol now because I just I don't know why but I just feel more active I want to do other stuff kind mm. of surprising considering that we're basically bags of liquid right yeah right <laughs> right so that's my recommendation it's it's uh, meditate and water and I'm telling you it sounds stupid it sounds like such a small thing duh but are you doing it and then if and if you aren't then do it and I promise you you would feel better it'll, no I it'll I improve t- your life totally agree I totally agree like I found myself, my chap, my lips were so dry. You know, my girlfriend told me, you know, your, your lips, you know, they're, they're a little dry. You should put some chapstick. And, you, and then your <laughs> breath stinks too. You're oh, dry yeah. inside when you speak. You don't oh, even yeah. know it, but you're, everyone that's talking around you, especially you're in quarantine, man, you're, oh, just, yeah. you're, you're killing their nose. Yeah, you're going to hydrate your mouth. <laughs> yeah, man. So it, it all comes out. I mean, I'm telling you, it, it's a lot better. And it's nice, you know, I'm not even going to get into urination, but that is the downside. Is, is that when you first start to do this, it's holy cow. Mm. It is brutal. It is brutal. You're constantly going in the middle of the night. Too. I was going like two times in the middle of the night. <laughs> At least you're going. You're not. You're not. <laughs> anyway, you guys all be safe out there. I hope whatever you're doing. Thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting Lucky Boys. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you, Kenny Lamb, for coming by and sharing your knowledge within the real estate game. And uh, everything else that you brought to the table today, thank you very much. Thank you for having me. Thank you.